Welcome to the ByWords Show. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. ByWords is all about equipping women for purposeful living by starting conversations, celebrating stories, and inspiring faith. In a world that applauds the hustle, I'm here to help you break free from the lies and come back to what really matters. It's time to get real, get rooted in truth, and come alive in relationship with Jesus so you can show up to each day with intention and confidence no matter where you're at in your story. Here we believe that embracing our stories brings hope, healing, and purpose to the process, and sharing our stories helps others do the same. Whether you're looking for a midweek faith refresh, practical tools for pursuing your dreams, or just need some good old-fashioned girl talk, you're in the right place. Grab your latte and let's dive in. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the By Word Show. Today is the day, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're going to be diving into the topic of community, finding your people, building community. And I cannot be more excited because I personally love this topic. Also, Della is right next to me for this one. She's supposed to be taking her nap, but she's currently trying to bust out of her swaddle. So we'll see how that goes. I did a poll on Instagram recently asking you guys what topics you wanted to hear about on the show. And this one was the one that had the most votes. So I'm excited to talk about it because a lot of my friends say that I have like the superpower for connecting people and making connections and meeting people and stuff like that. And I really didn't think anything of it. I mean, I am by no means an expert, but I do feel like it's become a strength of mine in recent years. So I'm excited to talk to you about it. Today, I want to share with you three simple tips for how to find community and build community, like creating a healthy community of people around you. Because who we spend our time with greatly determines the direction for our life. So we really want to be intentional about the relationships, the people that we're investing in, right? We want to be in community that speaks truth and love rather than gossip or negativity. We want to be around people who build us up and not tear us down. We want to be around people who value collaboration and working together rather than competition or you know comparison and things like that. We want to be around people who bring out the best in us. We want to be around people who we can be ourselves around, who love us, who can be honest with us, who can help us see our blind spots, who encourage us in our faith and point us closer to Jesus, you know? So let's dive in. Number one is be an initiator. This one may scare some of you off, but let's just dive in right away because I want this to be like, if you take away nothing else, let this be the thing that sticks with you. And Della successfully busted out of her swaddle. So let me rewrap her. <laughs> You're not supposed to do this. Okay. Number one, be an initiator. Jesus was an initiator. This is something that I think about a lot because how many of us are waiting for someone to come to us, to initiate plans with us, to initiate friendship, things like that. I have felt... Well, let's just get into it. I've struggled with loneliness a lot in my life. I've struggled in different seasons of friendships changing and things like that. And it is so hard to be the one that is initiating things, you know, but the great commission says to go and Jesus went to people. He met them where they were at. He was the one who was an initiator. We're all waiting for somebody to reach out, right? So why not be the one to make the first move? The enemy will always try to convince you that you're the only one that you're left out. You don't belong. He wants you to feel lonely, right? Because he knows if he can disconnect you from the body, then you will be ineffective. And he really won't have to do much work from there. You know, being in community is what strengthens us and helps us continue to grow in Christ. When I was in elementary school, I always heard adults say this. I'm sure you did too. If you want to have a friend, be a friend. And it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but it's so true. As lonely as you feel, you never know who else around you is also feeling that way. And your willingness to reach out could be the answer to someone else's prayer and your own. Sometimes 
New relationships can be awkward. Trust me, I get it. I am so not good at small talk. I'm not good at breaking the ice. I like to go deep. I like to have a close circle of friends that I'm like really invested with and we all are just in it together, you know, but it's hard. You don't just get to that point right away with people. I remember one time in my life where it was one of the loneliest seasons of my life and I was just praying for a best friend and God was like, you want the tree but you aren't willing to water the seeds. <laughs> like we can't skip to that deep, rich friendship without doing the work to get there. You know, we have to go through some stuff with people. We have to be willing to open up and be vulnerable. And that's hard sometimes. We can't skip steps when it comes to building a healthy relationship. We just can't. Like it takes time, energy, effort. Sometimes it's a flop, but you never know until you try, which leads us into number two, which is be willing to open up again. Going along with that awkward stage of new friendships, you just have to be willing to open up because I don't know about you, but I, I think about times when I have been the one to share something a little bit vulnerable and it just kind of sets the tone for the other person to reciprocate. They know now that you're creating a safe space, that you're willing to be real and you're giving them permission to do the same with you. So your vulnerability, even though it's scary, it's uncomfortable, sometimes it can be awkward, it, it really paves the way for other people to be open with you. I think a lot of the time people resist vulnerability because they're scared of how people respond. I get that. It is scary. I definitely feel that sometimes it can be scary to put yourself out there, especially with someone new. I mean, I'm telling you, there have been so many times when I've left a coffee date with a new friend and I'm just overanalyzing everything, wondering, did I say too much? Was that weird? But there are also those times, like I mentioned, where I have opened up and it's reciprocated and it ends up being like such a gift to have a, a conversation like that. Like, have you walked away from a conversation like that before? You just feel so refreshed, so encouraged that it's like, oh my gosh, someone real, someone that I can just be myself around. I don't have to put on a show. I don't have to put on a face. I don't have to show up perfect. I can just be real about where I'm at. And that is just so freeing. And that's how you start connecting with people on a deeper level. Granted, not every single person you meet needs to know your whole life story. Take it with wisdom. You know, um, something that I like to do is pray and just ask God, like, who are the people that you put around me in this season? Like, who do you want me to invest in? Who are my people that the relationships are the most important in the season? And he will definitely show you and kind of going along with that. Number three is look at who's already around you. Jenny Allen wrote this book called Find Your People. It's really good. If you haven't read it, I recommend it. Or if you're not a reader, she also did a podcast series about the book, like going chapter through chapter on her podcast, which is called Made for This. Jenny Allen, Find Your People. Something she talks about in this book is how... <laughs> Della's very talkative. Sorry. She wants, she has a lot to say over here about community, but if you're thinking there's no one to connect with, I don't have anybody in my community. I don't know who to talk to. I, I just, I need a new circle of people. Like I would challenge you look around you to see who you already interact with on a regular basis. It could be your neighbor. It could be another mom at the school drop-off. It could be someone at church. It could be someone at work, someone you see at the gym or a coffee shop. You just never know, but there are people around you that you could reach out to and connect with on a deeper level. There have been several seasons in my life where it feels like I'm totally starting over in friendships, whether it's like getting married, moving, college, having kids, like seasons change. And so do relationships. But that's not a bad thing. It's actually a healthy thing because we want people in our lives to grow with us, right? Some of the easiest ways that I have found community in my life, especially through transitions, are joining a small group at church, asking new people that I meet to grab coffee, uh, having a play date with our kids. Like if it's another mom, I could be like, hey, you want to get coffee? Let's bring our kids. Like we all understand each other, right? Like 
just being able to meet people where they're at, even reaching out to people on social media. Side note, people ask me all the time how I know all the people that I have on my podcast. And the truth is I'm meeting most of these people for the first time when we sit down to record. And that is because I initiated inviting them on my show. And it's so cool because a lot of the times I stay in touch with these people and we have grown friendships and we've just stayed connected. And it's just so cool to see how God makes connections. And, and some of these people be, can become some of your closest friends that you continue to do life with. I mean, that's been the case for me. And I just think if I hadn't reached out to this person, I would have missed out on this incredible friendship and somebody who's just such a gift in my life. You know what I mean? So I guess what I'm trying to say is you just never know who is on the other side of your willingness to step outside of your comfort zone and initiate. Some of your best friends years from now may be people that you start connecting with now. And I want to talk about hesitations before we wrap up, because I know that some of you are thinking, no way, like this is so uncomfortable. I just like to stay in my safe group of people that I already know where it's comfortable and all of that. Or maybe you've been hurt in friendships before and you're like really hesitant to open up again with good reason. Maybe you're busy and you don't have time to invest in community right now. And I get that. Trust me. Some seasons of life are just crazy. They're busy and you need to prioritize your family. You need to prioritize your health. But I would highly recommend at least having a few friends that you're always in community with because those are the times that you need people the most, you know, like the busy seasons, the crazy seasons, the seasons where you're struggling, the seasons where you just feel like you, you can barely come up for air. Those are the seasons where you need people in your corner who can pray with you. Even if you're not seeing them all the time, it's so vital for us to have those connections in our life who we can just be in it with, you know, whether it's good seasons, challenging seasons, hard seasons, seasons of loss, seasons of joy and celebration. It's just so much richer when we have people around us who are in it with us, you know, like we get to share life and it's just, it's just a million times better, right? When we have people who are feeling it with us and just praying for us and celebrating with us and grieving with us and just meeting us where we're at. It's so easy to get caught up in the business and then turn around and realize you have, you don't have anyone close when you need it. You know, I I've been there. There have been times where I haven't had the community and I haven't been intentional about relationships and I've ended up so lonely and I wish that I had somebody I could talk to. It's like, who do I turn to? And obviously in those seasons we can turn to the Lord, but there's some, there's something just so powerful about having somebody that you can just reach out to and say, Hey, can you pray for me? I'm struggling today. Or someone that you can share your good news with. Like, it's just, there's nothing like it. You know, like if you've ever had a friend where you're like, Oh, this is my best friend. Like, I don't know what I would do without them. It's just so special when you have those people that you can go to when you need them. And we want to be those people for others, right? Like I want to be the person that somebody feels they can trust with their celebrations, that I will be there to rejoice with them and someone that they can come to when they're struggling to tell me the truth, tell me the hard stuff, tell me like confront me with conflict. You know, like those relationships, relationships are hard. You know, people are imperfect. We are all, we all have challenges. Conflicts are going to come. There's going to be pain, but I've got to tell you, like, there's nothing more rewarding than getting to that place in friendship where you've gone through the hard and you're stronger on the other side because of it. You know, I, I just, it's so worth it. Yes. Vulnerability is scary. It's hard. It's uncomfortable at first, but when you have those friends that you are in deep connection with, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. I actually have a group of close friends. A lot of us are moms and work and have other things going on. So we've decided instead of trying to maintain all of these individual relationships with a million coffee dates a month, we meet all of us once a month 
with our kids to catch up and connect. And it has been such a game changer for us because I know I have those people in my corner because even when we're not seeing each other all the time, we still have a text thread where we're sending prayer requests. We're we're sending updates and wins. And whether it's talking about a struggle with our family or talking about like these new shoes we got like or sharing our favorite baby products. It's just so amazing to have those people you can do life with who understand the season you're in and can meet you right there and that you can meet them right there where they're at in their life. And you just have that understanding of life looks different in the season, but we can still commit to community, even if it looks different, even if it's just once a month getting together. I feel like that is so reasonable, especially as a busy mom, but it makes such a huge difference, you know? So like I said, if you feel like you don't have those people in your life right now, I would highly encourage you just pray and ask the Lord, who are my people? Who have you put around me strategically on, on purpose for me to connect with? Who I can go deeper with in the season? Who can I be there for as a friend? Who who do you have for me to invest in and confide in, whether it's a mentor or a friend? And it may change as you go through life. You know, different seasons and stages and places in life, it'll look different, but it's so vital to be in community no matter where you are in your life. I say it all the time. Let's all say it together, shall we? We can't do purpose without people. We can't, we cannot do our purpose without people. God created us to live in relationship with others. He created us to need people. He created us to need him. He is a relational God. He wants us to have each other. It's like the verse iron sharpens iron. You know, when we are around other people who are intentional and living with purpose and pursuing the Lord, we make each other sharper. We are able to refine each other and just celebrate and enjoy life together. And that is just a beautiful part of God's design. And what a gift that he designed us that way, you know, to need community, to make us stronger, healthier, grow closer to him and equip us for the lives that he's called us to live. Some of my most significant breakthrough moments have come from coffee talks with a friend or a ride together in a car somewhere, or, you know, just over a text thread, even sending voice messages back and forth. Like you just never know, but it's so important to have people around you who can help you grow stronger, who can speak truth to you, who can be there in hard times and good times, and just be willing to be in the process with you. And we just can't experience all of that goodness when we're trying to do it all on our own. So. I hope that this was encouraging to you. If you have thoughts, if you have questions, if you have struggles with community, please reach out to me, send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to chat with you. I, I just feel so hopeful. I feel like as a generation, we have gone through the whole getting addicted to social media and then getting disconnected from everyone else and then realizing, okay, I'm connected to all these people online, but I'm feeling so lonely. And what do we need to do about that? I feel like there is a realization coming to so many people that we just can't do life on our own. We are made to do life with people. It's important and it's worth it. And it's part of God's design. And so I would love to keep chatting about it. I know this was sweet, short and sweet. I just hope that this was encouraging to you to start where you're at. So definitely listen to the podcast or read Jenny Allen's book, Find Your People. And then the episode I did with Molly Wilcox about friendships as well. It's just so, so good. And she also shares a bunch of that on her social media. If you want to go give her a follow as well, but I love you guys know that I'm here for you. And I am praying for you that God will show you who your people are in this season. And also know that I'm here for you as well, whether it's as a coach, a friend, just someone in your corner. I love being able to cheer you on in the process. We're in it together. I love you guys. And I will see you soon. 
Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords show. I love having you here and I am truly so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here and quick favor. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a second to leave a review? It really helps our community grow. If you want more, you can shop my books, Waking Up and Love Is at thehannahughes.com or on Amazon. And be sure to join my email list for all the latest news. I can't wait to chat again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come connect with me on social media and remember, I'm cheering you on.